Welcome to a special episode of Comics for Fun and Profit. My name is Jason Kim. My friend Chandler Rice passed away on September 29, 2020. I was blessed to have gotten to know him and his wife Sharon at the 2019 Comic-Con Honolulu. To honor and remember Chandler, please enjoy this conversation as he talks about his love for comics. Aloha guys, this is Jason from Hawaii. Literally, we are closing down Comic-Con Honolulu. I have a very special guest, Mr. Chandler Rice. Chandler, welcome, you know, welcome to Hawaii. Well, thank you very much, and aloha, mahalo, <laughs> all the wonderful words, words that go to express our, our enthusiasm for being here. You know, coming from the mainland, coming coming out to yeah. to this beautiful, beautiful land is such a, a, a delight, and thank you for having us. It's just Chandler, thank you very much. And before we continue again, thank you very much for letting me interview John Romita Jr. Just thank you very much. Oh, you're you're quite welcome. You know, John is John is such a, a gracious and, and humble individual. You consider what he has done in this business you consider the volume of work that he has done and the people that he's worked with and i know that he 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 feels sometimes uncomfortable being given that label of a legend and maybe part of it is because his father is a legend and he just it's hard for him to accept that same label as his father but John without a doubt is one of those he is an A-lister when it comes to comic books and comic book shows and everything else he is an utter superstar no yes you're right you're really right um um how long have you known John? John and I actually met for the first time, I want to say it was around 2005, if I remember correctly. It was, uh, it was a Wizard World show in, in Chicago. And it was funny because um, I, I'd only been back into comics since 2000. Yeah, I you know, like, like everyone, I'm 57, and like everyone, you know, I grew up reading comics as a kid and I think like most boys um, I hit those teenage years and suddenly I discovered not necessarily in this order but baseball girls and motorcycles (laughs) and suddenly comics became something less important Mm -hmm. to me also being I lived in Southern California where we had lots of sunshine so you know what it came down to is I was I kind of fell away from comics as I got older and didn't really get back into it until it was the year 2000 and the x-men movie had come out and my wife and i we had gone to the movie theater and uh, as we were coming out of the movie theater and you know i'm sitting there watching this movie and i'm remembering all these wonderful characters and as we're walking down the lobby down in the lobby a local shop owner had a table set up and he had a spread of books and everything So I stopped and I talked to him and I was looking at him and, and you know, I, I kind of like, you know, this, I remember these days. I remember these characters. Mm-hmm. It, they were wonderful, wonderful characters. And um, so basically he invited me to come out to a shop. Next thing I know, started buying a few books, yes. started buying a few more, mm-hmm. a lot more, a lot more, and a heck of a lot more yeah. at that mm-hmm. point. Um, and I, it was probably about three years later, I discovered the CGC process, yeah. mm-hmm. getting the book signed and graded. To me, getting a book signed is the ultimate personalization. Even if it doesn't have my name on it, just having it signed by the creator to me is very personal. 
And, you know, I will simply say kind of the, the, the rest is history. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to ask that history part is you're, you have a, you and your wife Sharon, is that correct? That's correct. You guys have a comic book shop, correct? Well, yeah. It, w- basically, I started getting my books signed in 2003 using CGC. And it was in 2007 that I met Stan Lee. Mm-hmm. And uh, Stan came to Las Vegas, and it was at that point I had actually been trying to become part of the CGC Witness Program, as mm-hmm. they call it, for a signature series. And they, they, they kept saying, ah, we'll think about it, we'll think about it, we'll think about it. And ultimately what happened was I called him up in 2007 and said, hey, Stan Lee's coming to Las Vegas. I need you guys to send us a witness. And they go, oh, um, well, you're the witness. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I kind of laughed because, as I say, that was when CGC opened up the barn door and let the monster out, you know, the monster being me. Um, and, and Sharon and I, we, we had actually, prior to that, for a couple of years, we had been going to, you know, three or four shows around the country. We were going to a show in Orlando called Megacon. We were going to a show in Pittsburgh, which was Pittsburgh Comic Con, and, and a few other shows. And... Um, you know, and, and it was funny because it was right around the time of meeting Stan that Sharon says to me, she goes, Chandler, you know, we need to find a way to pay for traveling in these shows because mm-hmm. I was getting my stuff signed, but I wasn't selling my stuff. I mm-hmm. was keeping it for myself. Yeah. And so I said, so I basically looked at her, I said, so you want me to monetize this? You want me to turn this into a business? She goes, well, if you want, if, if you want us to continue going to shows, I think we have no choice. I said, okay, yeah. mm-hmm. which was kind of right in my wheelhouse, as I would say. And, and at that point, being that we had met Stan and we started working with him, uh, we started setting up signings with Stan. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, we started booking Stan into shows. Uh-huh. And we were running his signings. We were the ones that basically booked and ran shows for Stan from 2008 all the way to, actually technically 2009, all the way to 2013, 14. Uh-huh. And um, that's, that's how we got into the whole CGC business. That was our company, which is our core company, Desert Wind Comics. Mm-hmm. In 2013, we had two gentlemen in Las Vegas who approached us and they wanted to start a store, and they wanted to use our brand oh. and our access to comic creators. Mm-hmm. So they asked us to come in as a as a partner, a one third partner. Okay. We talked about it, and we said, "Okay, well, we can, but you know, we 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 really can't we can't be involved all that much, only because we don't have time." Because mm-hmm. back in 2013, as a matter of fact, we did 39 shows that year. Yeah, so we were on the road. We averaged. Three to, three to four shows a month, it, and we had maybe one weekend off in a month, yeah, and that yeah. was it. Um, but so we basically said we don't have time to run a shop. They said we don't need you to run the shop. We just we want to be able to utilize your band. So okay, great. Well, without going into the whole story, ultimately Sharon and I ended up buy, we ended up getting the whole shop. We ended up. <laughs> Sorry. We ended up buying out a the one of the partners, mm-hmm. and then the other partner we ended up having to buy out. And that's thing we know, we started with one-third, and we ended up with the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that's how we end up with Celestial Comics. So we have our shop, Celestial Comics. Where are you guys located? We are located in Summerlin in Las Vegas, mm-hmm. Nevada. Yes. Um, specifically, Village Square at 9440 West Sahara Avenue, mm-hmm. Suite 170. Mm-hmm. Um, we're about 20 minutes west of the Las Vegas Strip. Okay. 
And, uh, you know, Celestial Comics, we have a wide variety of books. We obviously specialize, being our specialty is graded books, we specialize in signed graded books. So people will walk into our store and they're going to see stuff signed by Stan Lee. They're going to see stuff signed by Joe Simon, the co-creator of Captain yeah. America. They're going to see stuff signed by John Romita Sr., John Romita Jr., you know. Fortunately, knocking on wood, we obviously have access to a lot of wonderful, wonderful creators, both past mm -hmm. and present. Mm -hmm. And uh, so that's what we have with our shop. And uh, we also have our convention in Las Vegas called Great American Comic Con yes. that takes place. It's coming up this year. Yes. It's November 16th and 17th. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I have a management company where I manage comic creators like John Romita Jr. Yeah. Uh -huh. and and you know other I work with I work with people like John other people I've worked with uh, that we're actually going to be with next weekend uh, Chris Claremont mm -hmm. and and uh, uh, Roy Thomas yeah. and I mean it's a it's a list of about. 30 to 40 different creators that we work with. Most of them are the old school guys. And before I continue on, the next weekend you're talking about, we're talking about Terrificon in Connecticut. Unc yeah, Unconsville, Connecticut. Yeah, it, it's, it's, uh, yeah. it's the Mohican Sun, yeah. it's Sun uh, Casino. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, I, as far as the name of the town, I don't yeah. know. It's it's somewhere in the middle of Connecticut, yeah. <laughs> somewhere. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we'll be there next weekend, and then the weekend after that, we're going to be in Albuquerque for the new uh, the uh, the uh, New Mexico Comic Expo mm -hmm. is where we're going to be, and we're going to be there with Chris and also Roy Thomas mm -hmm. and uh, several other creators. So that's our schedule for mm -hmm. November. I'm sorry for for August for August. And then. I'm going to continue on because you guys mentioned you guys have a convention in November. That's correct. May I ask um, um, your um, guest list for that convention so far? Well, so far we have Mark Bagley, we have David Michelini, we have uh, Clayton Crane, we have Al Milgram, we have Scott Hanna, and we have um, uh, Kevin Van Hook, who's the co-creator of... Uh, Bloodshot, which you know, they had the Bloodshot movie coming out next year with Vin Diesel. So we'll we'll have Kevin at the show, who's going to be able to talk about obviously the the movie coming out and and who you know we we're working on some other surprises. But those are the six main guests yeah. that we have announced at this time. Now, um, before we did the interview, we talked about the convention you guys have in Vegas. What what's what makes you guys different than other conventions? Uh, I mean, first off, Vegas is a go-to location, just like Hawaii is, so we, we have that advantage. Honestly, the the biggest thing is that we're a comic book show. Mm -hmm. We're comic book centric. Um, I'm not going to bring I'm not going to bring celebrities out. Mm -hmm. I will only entertain, and I use the word entertain the thought of bringing a celebrity under the following conditions: one. What they charge is below a certain amount. I don't yeah. want. I don't want a celebrity that's going to charge fifty, seventy-five, a hundred dollars because, you know what? That doesn't help everyone else in the show. Um, you know, to me, thirty to forty dollars is about the maximum that I'm comfortable with. Also, the celebrity absolutely has to be connected to a comic book character. Mm -hmm. You know, having 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 voiceover actors who have nothing to do with comic books. Yeah. I, you know, I'm sorry. What does that have to do with a comic book? Yeah. What, what does that have to do with a comic con? Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, when unfortunately you've you've seen a lot of conventions these days mm -hmm. starting to move in that direction, mm -hmm. yeah. and 
basically that's a money grab is what it is and and i don't i don't fault the promoters i really do not i i don't fault the promoters for that um you know sharon and i we try to stay stay true to what a comic-con is and that's why when you look at our guest list our guest list is filled with comic book creators you know last year we had tom defalco we had kelly jones we had alan bellman uh we had randy everling i mean that was that was we had about i think uh, about 15 guests and those were just a a few of them that we named so you know again what so to answer your question what makes us different we are comic centric yeah and that's how and it's great that how you guys have your convention set up is like he says all comic book focused comic book related um other comic book conventions like comic honolulu um they 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 run theirs in a different way and that's fine every it's 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 all good that's all it is it's everyone's a little different yeah i mean ultimately what it is 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 you have fans out there whether it's comic books whether it's manga whether it's you know whether it's the tv shows you know it's it's entertainment whether it's the written entertainment the 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 visual entertainment whatever you want to say um and it's a place for people to gather. Yes. You know, one one of the things that um, that I get the biggest kick out of, and and I saw that happen again this weekend, is is having people, you know, having John Romita Jr. here yes. at the show. He was at a sh- he was here in Hawaii back in 2015, yes. and so we had fans walking up saying, "Oh my God, I haven't seen you since 2015. It's so great." And John very much enjoyed the interaction with those fans, and and many of those fans he remembered. Yeah, oh yeah, there were fans that he remembered. And, you know, John was here back in the early 90s as well. Uh, And I think he was here, I want to say, mid-80s. And there were people that came up to him, and he remembers them from those signings. Or the fans remembered John. They started talking about things, and suddenly it jogged John's memory. And he's like, oh, my God, that's you? You know, that's 30 years later. So, um that's that's actually one of the fun parts for me is seeing the fans you know just like i saw fans here that i've seen all across the country mm-hmm. oh, okay. I, I saw fans here that i've seen at other shows yeah. um you know that that to me that that's 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 a fun thing because there's there's a special bond that kind of gets developed as a result of that yeah. you know when you have people that travel around the country and they travel in these circles mm-hmm. uh whether it's the vendors or whether it's the fans yeah. or whether it's the creators mm-hmm. you know i've been fortunate enough knock on wood that i've created some wonderful wonderful relationships with some absolutely super super people and uh i i very much cherish that the traveling you know okay the, the traveling's okay um it gets to a point where it gets a little old to be honest but still sorry guys <laughs> ladies and gentlemen let's get your cars ready to rumble <laughs> we're doing the monster truck show right now <laughs> so um yeah just at this point it it's for us we love the shows we love the people that's what makes this all worthwhile for us all right i'm going to start wrapping this up um you said you have like a youtube podcast what's it called it's called las vegas geeked out and uh, i have three co-hosts with me i have quincy 
I have Free, and Free is actually very well known here in the islands, Free Isabello. Yeah, Free Isabello is one of my co-hosts with me. Um, he and Quincy bring the artist aspect of, of the conversation. Uh, we're also very blessed that we added earlier this year uh, our female co-host, which is Megan Fisher. And Megan, she's actually a member of the Walking Dead cast. She is actually one of the whispers okay. on The Walking Dead. And so we have a good time. You know, Megan, you know, Megan, she's also part of, she enjoys comic books and comic cons. Mm -hmm. She's a big cosplayer. She loves cosplay. And so we have a lot of fun. You know, we, you know, again, we talk about comics. We talk about movies and TV. And we just talk about good old-fashioned geekery uh -huh. in general. So uh, our show takes place on, on Wednesdays. Okay. Uh, you can find us on the YouTube uh, network. And and uh, more specifically, look for us on the DefTel, D-E-F-T-A-L, TV channel and that's where you're going to find us at and uh, you know you're you'll see us talking about all kinds of things and one of the more memorable ones that we did recently is we actually did a show that revolved around wrestlemania okay and because uh, wrestlemania is to a certain degree a geekery event yeah, yeah. and um we we had a lot of fun i dressed up as hulk hogan i did my impersonation of hulk hogan uh, Free did his impersonation of Randy Savage, and we were just having a lot of fun talking about the wrestling matches and the whole bit. I used to wrestle back in high school and college, uh -huh. so I kind of have that 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 attachment to it. And you know, it's, but again, it was it was fun that we had with the show. Um, you know, it was entertaining. It was a way to just kind of let loose a little bit and, mm -hmm. and get yeah. wild and crazy. Yeah. So uh, we we've been known to do that on our show. And like I said, we bring we bring. Um, I guess because of what I do, I'm able to bring some content to the mm -hmm. show that yeah. makes it uh, different from a lot of shows because of, I guess you'd say somewhat, my inside information. Mm -hmm. Probably one of the more memorable ones we did was yeah. when we talked about Stan Lee. Okay. It was right after the loss of Stan Lee. And, you know, yeah. needless to say, spending as much time as we did on the road with Stan from 2008 to 2013. And, um, you know, it was, it, it, was a, it, was, it was a crazy show. Was, and that's Stan Revin right now. That's, that's Stan letting us know he's still watching us. Yes, he still is. He's still going, Excelsior! <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's just in the rumble. So, but that's what our show's about. Okay. Um, I'm going to start wrapping up one more. I want to cover one thing. You guys have a Superman Year One exclusive cover. Can I just ask how that came about and where can people find it again? As far as where it came about, obviously I've been aware of the Superman Year One project, being involved with John mm -hmm. from from when he first started on it. I remember I was with him. Um, I think it was C2E2 mm -hmm. a year and a half ago when DC first announced it, yeah. and John was there. Um, and you know, obviously being involved with John, there are times where I, I sometimes act as his cheerleader, I sometimes act as his counselor, mm -hmm. you know, uh, he'll sit there, there are times where he'll, 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 need, he'll need to like bang his head against the wall in a verbal way, and so I give him a sounding board, but uh, one of the things we talked about was how DC, um, they, they've kept a very tight hold on this project, this is one that DC has put a lot of attention into they've considered it one of their biggest projects ever and um, 
so part of part of what's going on is they release the the regular John Romita Jr. cover. Yes. They released the regular Frank Miller yes. cover, and that was it. That was they weren't going to do any store variants. They weren't going to do anything like that. They weren't going to do any DC variants. Mm-hmm. And so what I did was I went to John and said, John, I think this would be a great way for us to because uh, we were talk, talking about San Diego and 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 the shows such as Hawaii coming up mm-hmm. and the whole bit. And I said, I think we need to we need to get a, a, a variant for the shows mm-hmm. doing the conventions. Mm-hmm. And he says, Well, you know, see what you can do. So I went to D.C. and I chatted with them. At first, they were kind of well, we don't know. And I said, Come on, this is John Junior. This is this, this is going to be his exclusive variant. Yeah. And at that point, you know, let's just say I twisted enough arms that they said, Okay, we're going to do this. So. Uh, John John drew the cover. It was very quick. We had the, we did not have much time to put it together, and it was based on an idea uh, that John and I sat down and discussed briefly over the phone, and we put it together. Uh, it was printed. Came out when the regular books came out in the middle of June. Uh, it wasn't we, it wasn't officially available until San Diego, and then after San Diego, we brought it here, and the fans were loving it. And um, as far as where you can get it. Uh, I know that there are some retailers here. Uh, I'm tw- I want to say it, it was, um, uh, oh gosh, Enjoy Enjoy Comics over on the Big Island. Oh, yes. yes okay, yeah. he, he grabbed some extra copies. Um, and then also um, uh, Other Realms grabbed some extra copies. Yes. And so if you happen to shop at either one of those shops, go in right away because there's only going to be a limited number of them available. Otherwise, look for them uh, through Desert Wind on either eBay or through our web store, which is desertwindenterprises.com. And then just real quickly, guys, I bought an exclusive cover here. I'll post it on the Slack channel. Um, I'm just trying to, I'm, I'm trying to wrap this up. Um, are you guys planning to come back next year? We'd love to. Okay. I mean, let's face it, any excuse to come to Hawaii is a good one. Yes, that's true. <laughs> you know, last year we brought Roy Thomas, we yes. brought Billy Tucci, we mm-hmm. brought Terry Moore. This year we brought John, we brought uh, Tom Grummet, we brought uh, Lucho Perello, as well as Carla Cohen. Mm-hmm. We'll see what happens for next year. Yeah. We, you know, um, I know John said he loved, he'd love coming back at some point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and, and who else we bring? We'll see, but I, I can I, I, I think I feel pretty comfortable saying you'll see Desert Wind coming back and you'll see Desert Wind bringing yes. some absolutely wonderful legends with them. Any last word to um to our to our listeners? You know what guys, this this is this is just a, a wonderful, wonderful industry. Um, and it doesn't make any difference why you read. Just as long as you read and it's something that you do for yourself. It allows your imagination to go. It allows you to to uh, to be an individual. Mm-hmm. You know whether whether you're into zombies, whether you're into superheroes, whether you're into romance, makes no difference. Mm-hmm. There's content out there to read. But just remember this: you have shops out there. These shop owners rely on you guys. They rely on you to come into the shops, let them know what you like, let them know what you love, and let them know what you want, and continue to support the shops. And by supporting the shops, you're supporting these wonderful creators who are just giving you some absolutely unbelievable art, whether it's the written word or whether it's the visual imagery. But it is it is something that we 
We have to treat it like an American heritage. It is an American art form. We have to treat it like an American heritage, and we can't let it die. So support it however you can. One last time, where can, um, where can our listeners um, find you guys on social media? Find us on Desert Wind Comics. Find us on Celestial Comics. I have my personal page, Chandler Rice. You'll find uh, uh, Las Vegas Geeked Out is going to be all that on, is on uh, Facebook. Um, you'll find John on uh, Instagram, mm-hmm. and uh, you'll also find John on uh, Twitter. And so if you, uh, if you have any questions, you can always email me, Chandler at DesertWindComics.com. And uh, otherwise... Reach out to me on Facebook. Be more than happy to, to talk to you. Chandler, one last thing I want to say. I want to give you a big mahalo to you and Sharon. Thank you very much again for letting me interview John. And I'm giving a big shout out to Sharon because Sharon was the one that, you know, I showed her my resume and she's like, yep, yeah, no problem. We'll work it out. We'll work out the interview. And again, just Chandler, I'm shaking your hand, man. No, you're just thank you. You're just thank welcome. you. You know, again, the the people here are wonderful, and it was funny because I was just looking down at the table, and I forgot to mention this. You know, you talk about talk about rekindling friendships and stuff, and one of the friendships that was rekindled here at the show was a gentleman that walked up to John, and this gentleman was uh, he, he's uh, he's uh, part of uh, uh, Homeland Security, originally was U.S. Customs, and um, you know he he interacted with John well basically my history and I'm not going to go into all of it but I used to be in the law enforcement field back in the the mid 80s to the mid 90s and he and I started chatting and stuff and next thing I know he presents to me as he comes over and talks to me some more he presents to me this very special coin which is referred to as a challenge coin and it's something that is very unique and very special that it has to do with the military and and law enforcement and Running across people like that, again, makes this all worthwhile. Well, and, and knowing that they're comic fans, and at the same time, you have people of all shapes, sizes, mm-hmm. professions, and what it comes down to is we're all just, you know what? We're all one color, human beings. Yeah. And that's, that's what this means to me. And that's what all I'd say to everyone is just remember that there's there is no color other than just us being human beings. So be good to each other. Chandler, thank you very much. I'm going to close this up again. Thank you for your time. Like I said, as you can hear, they're literally breaking down tables. But Chandler, thank you very much. Until next time, guys. Aloha. I want to thank Drew, co-host of Comics for Fun and Profit for putting this special episode together. To Sharon, to Chandler's family, and to the Desert Wind staff, I'm so sorry for your loss. During the short time, I got to know Chandler. You know, he was a great guy. You know, he was full of life. You know, he lived life to the fullest. He loved comics, but more importantly, he loved his wife, Sharon. Chandler, you will be missed. Aloha.